This is a Baby Brunch podcast. Hi, everyone. I am so happy that you're listening to our podcast series for Baby Brunch. Baby Brunch was born because we wanted to create a platform where moms and moms-to-be and dads and parents felt supported. And there's a lot of ways that we can do that, whether it's through family members or social media, our videos that we did leading up to our last event in October 2017, and now also our podcast series that speaks to ordinary people who do extraordinary stuff because they're all parents and they're people. And some are married, some are gay, some are straight, some are single, some have interesting families, some have a family that they find interesting that other people might not like. We don't care. We just wanna we just wanna share knowledge and have conversations about parenting and know that even though there's some fun and pampering moments, there's also the challenges and that you're not alone. So this is our podcast series. I'm Ilana. And over the next couple of weeks, we are going to be chatting to our parents. And I'm very, very I'm lucky to have your time. I've got Lauren Allen with me in our studio today. Hi. You're the first. You're the first of our podcast series. So exciting. Is it really? A little bit nerve-wracking. <laughs> exciting. Lauren arrived and she was like, I'm hot. I was like, of course you're hot. <laughs> she meant the weather because it's it's 500 it's degrees <laughs> and I'm dressed like an Eskimo. <laughs> you're, you're a really good-looking Eskimo. <laughs> This podcast is sponsored by Baby Bullets, baby food made with love, always fresh, always healthy, no jars and no preservatives. You work with NutriBullet. Yes. You were, you were also, you guys, I was like, I'm going to dream and then I'm going to call people up and they're going to just believe. And then they did. They did. Thanks, thanks for believing. Absolutely. Absolutely. Baby Bullet was, is, mm. um, Baby Bullet is the Baby Bullet brings you Elana Africa's Baby Brunch. Yes. We, we're really excited that you have decided to be a part of, I'm going to call it an initiative mm. because it's not an event. Yeah. An event is just the one thing that we do during the year. But uh, with our podcast, we want to reach out to all our moms and, yeah, and, great. and dads mm. and just lend support. I want, to, I want to start at the beginning. First, tell me what you do. I am... I do a little bit of everything, really. <laughs> um, I'm mainly focused on sales and marketing for NutriBullet as a whole. And NutriBullet has subdivided its family into, um, into multiple different products. And Baby Bullet is one of them. And Baby Bullet kind of speaks to me. I've, I've always had a, a penchant and, and passion for uh, children nutrition, health, and um, and Baby Bullet was a product that really enabled moms to to get back into the kitchen and, and have more control about what was going into their food. So I am running the sales and marketing for that division, and we're having a lot of fun with it. What do you like most about what you do? Dealing with people. Mm. We, re- we really deal with, you know, it seems like it's, it's a, it's a, an email office kind of job, which to some degree it is. But there's a lot of moms that reach out to us and ask questions mm. and need information and, um, you know, just struggle with recipe ideas. And 
food strikes and hunger strikes. Oh and yeah, we know those. The, the, the fussy eaters and um and it's it's been wonderful to engage with those people and the same with the NutriBullet. The amount of people that have come to us with with stories that have involved cancer and debilitating diseases that through the eating process that they've used and adopted with the NutriBullet have cleared their bodies of unheard of diseases so we we um th- that is probably the best part for me is hearing the stories and dealing with the people and and helping them along their journey i love i love social media when it's used for good mm. and i mean i follow your platform as baby bullet and there's always beautiful pictures of of our children and usually something about nutrition or what we're busy making or how we're developing yeah. it and and what I like about it is, is that, that it's about the people. Mm-hmm. I mean, I use the product at home and I mean, I'm sure a lot of other moms do too. But apart from that, it's always nice, uh, good for us when when people who do make products or that's corporates also want to invest in our lives. And I, I want to thank you. I want to say thanks for doing that. Thanks for making sure that that it's not just about the sales and the marketing. And I know that because I know a little bit about you. Mm. And I have a different kind of respect when I met you the first time and I learned about even your personal story and the fact that you were a mom. And a lot of moms feel that they don't have a lot to give. I've met moms who've been stay-at-home moms for a long time. The other day I was at a Changemakers event and and she said to me, well, I've been a mom for 40 years. What do I have to give? And I was like, oi. <laughs> you're you've a got, nurse. You're, <laughs> you're a you've got a lot to give. You're a chef. Yeah. Yeah. You've got experience, right? Yeah. Before I talk more about about baby bullets in our lives and also NutriBullet, I do want to touch on your personal story because I looked at this woman and I'm thinking she had twins. Hmm. And then she had another baby. And yeah. I'm thinking, oi. Did did you want to fall pregnant again after your twins? So I didn't want to fall pregnant. We we were dead against falling pregnant. I I was on a specific pill that I won't mention, like a contraception, pill. a contraceptive pill. Um, and I am a religious taker. So at eight a.m. every morning of my life, I sit down at my desk <laughs> and I take that pill because I've been told that if you take it at different times of the day, it's it not doesn't as work. E- it's not as effective, right? Um, and even if you take it perfectly, 99.9% of the time, it's great. But there's a percentage that falls through. And You're that percentage. Little Liv <laughs> decided that she was going to power through any and everything. And, and she still no, does, right? She still powers through any. She's either going to change the world for the good or for the very bad. No. <laughs> <laughs> she's going oh, to build it. Okay. Or destroy it. <laughs> I, I, I want to go back. So when the twins were born, yes. let's, I, I want to talk about their pregnancy. So yes. you're a mom. You're married. Yes. To a good husband. To a great Is he a good husband? If he's not, you can tell your team now on our podcast series. We're live. Hello. No, my husband is the best husband to have if you have children. Can we have applause, please? Can we have some? Unbelievable <laughs> father. Because there were two. Mm. There was never an opportunity for one of us to slack. Sure. For one of us to have a role, mm. for one of us to have to, a rest, to have a rest, <laughs> no one slept. It's hard. It is. You are working twenty four seven. They were born prem, 
They how, had how many reflux. weeks were they? They were thirty-five and six days. Oh, mom. Um, but healthy weights, healthy weights, two point six and two point seven. Well done. Um, but they had jaundice. They had reflux. I'm sorry. They had colic. They had, so they had this, these mountain of issues, and we just felt like we were in hospital All for the, the first five months of their <laughs> lives, and then they were sick constantly, and. So there was never a place for my husband to step back. Mm. And in fact, what's happened is he holds the role of the parent Mm. in the home. And I've taken the secondary carer, lover, Mm. you know, gentle Mm. when I can. Um, And I kind of arrange and organize Mm. and make sure that systems work. But when it comes to the overall care and um, the banner that we hold in our home, Brad really takes the lead, my husband. Um, and we've never allowed a system where you are babysitting mm. or I am babysitting. No, we're parenting. Yeah. We are parenting. Yeah. And when I need time, I'm taking that time and you are seeing to your children mm. and vice versa. Right. And um, we've always allowed for that. And he is the best motivator for me to take time. He he will just... I love that. I just say, I mean, on Friday... I went for a massage on Saturday. You I went, went for a sh- massage. What does that feel like? It's <laughs> phenomenal. And then I'd forgotten I'd booked a second massage on the Sunday. Oh gosh, you went again. I went again, oh, Lauren. I know. Two how in terrible. One week? Two, and I went horse how riding you, on so, Saturday. So just quickly, <laughs> how do you how do you ask for time? What if there's a mom listening right now and that maybe I finds- don't ask for anything <laughs> in life. Generally, as a personality type, which is probably one of the biggest faults I have. I I try not to, I try to ask. I generally say there's this thing <laughs> that I've got to do and it starts at. Is that right. cool with you and the kids? <laughs> and he says yes and that's kind of how it works. Wow. <laughs> we're learning. Now we're learning. <laughs> but if he ever had to say to me, do you know what, that doesn't work. Or, uh, right, then... It would just be a no-brainer for me not to, you mm. know. So there's a very good understanding between the two of us. And he gets me, thank God. D- did you know you were having twins? Um, I'd say about two, three weeks before my first ultrasound. I only had my first ultrasound 13 weeks. And a few weeks in, I just I felt more... Than I thought I should. Mm. As a first time pregnant, I was young. I was 23 years old. I, I was in good shape. I was bloating quicker, showing already. Very quickly. And um, and we kind of just joked around with it. And in my first um, scan, my, my gynae went, uh-oh. Mm-mm. And immediately we both knew. They were, were, you, were you happy, devastated? In shock? I, complete, blissfully ignorant. I mean, we had no idea what babies were all about. Mm. If I had had a first child. Yeah, you would have known, yeah. And he had told me I was having twins. I would have had a nervous breakdown on the table. <laughs> but because I had no form of reference, I had mm. I had no history. I had no idea how, how much it takes. I was just like, oh, awesome, there's two of them. Mm. And they were special because mm. they were mono twins. So it was one wow. egg that split spontaneously. They have the same DNA. Um, 
and issues that generally come from that form of pregnancy never occurred during the pregnancy. Wonderful. So it was the easiest pregnancy. I went hiking at 30, ugh, 34 weeks in the Cedarburg Mountains. It I was just such an easy, <laughs> right? they gave me testosterone, I think. It was such an easy There's, pregnancy. So yeah, we were happy. Do, do you have twins in the family? We have twins um, on both sides, um, but they are fraternal. So that is genetic. Right. Um, identical twins are spontaneous. Okay. So that can happen to anyone. To so good luck to all of you. <laughs> okay, there goes that idea. <laughs> that just happens. I want I want another baby. I don't think I've said that to my husband. Maybe I shouldn't say it on this podcast because we've got four children now and having a, I would have to replace the car. The youngest is? One and a half. She's 14 months. You are incredibly brave to want a baby at 14 months. I find them, I find until four... They are very difficult to manage. Mm. I find from four, they things can, seem to stabilize. Yeah. My other one's three, so she speaks. Yes. We can have conversations. There's a level of understanding that happens. Yeah. yeah. But before that, I, <laughs> everybody's speaking <laughs> gibberish. Yeah. She also told me about antioxidants this week. So oh. I know, yeah, and I know what antioxidants are. I'm so, oh, nice. I'm so glad. Listen, clever child. Wow. <laughs> no, but I'm just. So you had you had the twins, mm. then the little one comes through the furbehut. Yeah, yeah. What what kind of pressure does that create? Well, I mean, we know she's joy. She is, and yeah, I know I can see how you speak about her. But what happens in your brain <laughs> when you learn that you're pregnant again after your babies? And I. I mean, these are conversations. So I just want to encourage the moms that are listening that that any child is a blessing. Yes. And yes. And the reason we talk about this is because actually no one is. So I want to know. There is a little bit of like, whoa, what's going to happen to me when you have had children yeah. and you weren't planning on falling pregnant again? I mean, I'll say even with the twins, completely honestly, and I felt quite judged for it, that – I never felt in love. I never felt this feeling, this euphoric, this euphoric feeling that that people say you feel when you fall pregnant and the babies are moving. And I was just uncomfortable. Mm. And there were random aliens inside of me, as far as I was concerned. <laughs> when I heard them scream for the first time, I was obsessed. Mm. And when I found out I was pregnant with Liv. It was such an, and I'm going to say this with caution because people will be offended. And I know firsthand how many people struggle to fall pregnant. But this it is your truth. I just want to say this my also. Truth. This is your truth. This is your it story. It was such an unwanted surprise mm. that it took me a good six months to, to really understand get on board. It. Yeah. And, but what I did with her was force a natural birth. So I had. You are a, kidding. I had a V back with Liv. So that kind of took my mind to a different place. Okay, I know I've been pregnant before, but what's a VBAC? Vaginal birth after cesarean. So that kind of changed my mindset and I got researching. But, wow. Did it work? Perfectly. The most perfect birth. Absolutely. I mean, contractions are... <laughs> just, <laughs> I want, I've experienced contractions. They're, they're not fun. I've had two Caesars. Yes. I found the… Explain the pain. The, 
at the end, the transition pain. Up until transition, it's um, it's horrific, but ha- uh, you can do it. Would you do it again? A hundred times over. Mm. If I if I didn't need the baby, I would actually have labor again mm. because I found it such an empowering wow. process. Yeah. And I think because the C-section with the boys, I went in for a normal um, scan and he told me I was in labor. I had to have the C-section. Mm. And within a couple of hours, the kids were out. And I didn't have them for about three or four hours prior, after I'd had mm. the birth. They were removed from me. There were things I did not enjoy about the birth. And I was so dead against not having that happen again. Mm. The only way was for me to have a natural birth with, mm. with Liv. That's wonderful though. And um, and I didn't want um, medication. So it was very important for me to be able to have this baby mm. non-medicated. I didn't want an epidural so that I could walk immediately. And I could shower 20 minutes after having her. I went for a shower, lay in bed with her. It was an incredible experience. Really, 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 really was. What's your What's your dream for your children? I think overall, my dream. If If I have to, I read that question and I I thought about it hard. If I have If I have to ask them at twenty one, they have to sum up their childhood in one word. What would it be? And I'd hope it would be peace and joy. Mm. I, I hope that their home life is one that brings them joy to their hearts. And I hope that no matter what they do in life or where they go in life, that and no matter what they mess up in and what they do wrong, that they know the core of their family stays strong at all times. So I, re- I really want, I want them to have a peaceful, joyful, fun childhood and and be kids um i had to grow up very very quickly at a very young age and i just i just want my children to be children for as long as possible as long as they can if there's a if there's a mom or parent listening who have twins Mm. and or 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 has another baby and i mean i love how you've done it you were kind of like okay we didn't plan for you little baby but now we're going to make it extra special and, and can and, I say the th- the third dynamic yeah. was the best thing we could have ever done for well, our family? Because they say that they say that if you if you want to bless your children, you give them a sibling, right? You give yeah. them. And my twins had been treated like only children. Mm. There was two of everything. Wow! There is nothing in their lives that they haven't had two of. They never. You, a lot of people said, "Don't worry about school early on." You know, they learn to share. They've got each other. They didn't share. Mm. They had one of everything. <laughs> they were treated, and people go crazy when you have twins. Mm. So there's lavish gifts, and there's just spoiling. And I only realized how spoiled my children were when I had a third child, mm. and they needed to share time, and they needed to share space, mm. and. That dynamic has created a beautiful flow in the family where the boys have stepped up as brothers. They are protective. Mm. They've learned to be gentle. They've learned that girls are gentle, that you touch them gently, oh. that you let them go first, that you look after them first. That's, it's made the relationship between the three children is is exceptionally beautiful, except that Liv is crazy. So... <laughs> 
sometimes. This is the baby that wants to watch Peppa Pig at 2 a.m. This is the baby that will scream, scream bloody murder. I think you should just, you should just let her watch. What? I saw that conversation on Facebook she and I was very outspoken. I, I saw that yeah. and I liked it because I was I, like, just let her do what, what she's we doing. We all get to watch what we want. Yeah. Why can't a show Max? And the only thing is, and I think it was where you were going to go, mom with twins. What 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 would what, what <laughs> advice would you give? The only thing with me is sleep has been a number one routine in my home from day one. Day one, and I've been disciplined with it. I have avoided family functions due to it, mm. and I try where possible to not mess it up. Right. I believe our children are spending more time watching TV mm. and doing what they want to do and not nearly enough time sleeping. Mm. And sleep is something that is incredibly important for brain development and makes a huge difference. And I mean, our, the amount of children that are coming out of school at the moment needing help with various um, issues. I don't want to name what they are, but but various mm. issues that can directly be linked to sleep deprivation mm. is huge. So sleep's important to me. So I don't negotiate too much with her on that. Right. Also because she dictates everything else in the house. <laughs> I kind of feel like if I can... I need if, to meet if her. If I get one thing right, <laughs> it's that I sleep through the night. <laughs> so... I admire that. <laughs> Well, she stopped doing it. Mm. She she just she pushed me for three days, and I mean, Peppa Pig. She, she would scream like I've never heard her scream. And as a mother, that's why I wrote that post on Facebook. As mm. a mother, to watch your baby cry like someone is hurting her. Mm. I mean, it was like <laughs> just because she wants to I watch TV. Her body. I thought there no, must be shame. something wrong with right, her. Right, right. This abs- it can't be that she is. She. She was, I mean, she was at the point of um, vomiting. She was hysterical because she she wants Peppa Pig. She did it to me for three nights and it stopped. So I didn't give in for three nights. Day three, she fell asleep and she hasn't hasn't asked again. She's probably so tired of screaming in the night and now next week she'll do it again, Lauren. So, Well, Brad did say the other night I was fast asleep and he (laughs) did, she woke up, hit him and said, Peppa Pig. No. And he said, no. (laughs) But it did happen, apparently. I was fast asleep. As long as it doesn't disturb my sleep, I can function. Yeah, because their sleep is as important as yours, right? Great advice, though, that that there should be one constant if we can't do all of it, right? Because the juggle is real. You can't. We spoke about it earlier. And, I mean, I've seen a few people today that's come through the doors here at Crossfade. And um, one of the moms said... It's interesting how our parenting platforms teaches us A to Z about potty training and the things that we need to buy or even sleep training, you know. Mm. But there's nobody tells you that if you just get one thing right, then you're also on the right track. Mm. Like Mm. you you can't do everything. Mm. You can't. I can't do everything. I I have learned, I think as a parent, the first thing you need to establish is where your limitation is, Mm. where you can't go any further. And for me, it's sleep. (laughs) <laughs> if I don't get it, you've got a monster the next day and I have to work. So that for me is a, is, is a biggie in my home. This podcast is sponsored by Baby Bullets. Baby food made with love, always fresh, always healthy, no jars and no preservatives. Baby Bullets allowed me to try new things. Mm. 
Um, I, for the first time, gave my baby dates and butter because I developed my own. Nice. I made pudding. Yeah. Nice. And now what I do is a little bit of leftover chicken. But mm. I love, don't tell anyone this, I love the skin on the chicken. Mm. So for her, I take it off. Mm. And then I mix it with butternut. And it tastes like the over-counter baby food that you buy at this particular place. But just without all the preservatives and stuff. Yes. So she gets yeah. the best. When there's a mom out there that wants to have the best for their baby. Mm. And especially when it comes to nutrition. And I think all and, moms want the best yeah, for their babies. Like, yeah, like, yes. What, what could you, I mean, what's your favorite recipe? My favorite recipe, I've got a few favorite rec- recipes. Like what do you make? Because you, your other one just started. Let's assume that because I still give um, whole food and then some of it is made finer. Yeah. So I do blitz. I do, I do I make it. I still blitz yeah. some of Liv's food. Yes. She is the worst eater I've ever come across <laughs> in my life. So she'll ask for knickknacks at <laughs> eight o'clock for supper, but but won't touch anything else. So... I still sometimes, to get food in her, mm. will distract her and feed her. And I know a thousand people will tell me that's the worst <laughs> thing to do. And But I want I need, I need food in her. Mm. So for me, a staple is always chicken. I, I love chicken. But what works really well is salmon and spinach with some salmon. cheese. Salmon, spinach, cheese. What kind of cheese do you use? A standard cheddar. Okay. Because it's, so it's become not fancy. strong. No, don't. Nothing no. strong. <laughs> no it's good gotta, cheese. No, it's gotta be, no? No, 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 no. Okay. It's got to be, it's got to be flat. No. <laughs> no. No, 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 no. And I put some breadcrumbs in it to thicken it up. Good. Or rice. And I, I rice. mix that up and I give that, that's been a winner. She's like that. Um, but generally I try... Um, to stick to, she's a chicken fanatic, so I stick to the chickens right. with as many vegetables as I can so get So it becomes in. a base and then you add other things in it. Yes, and generally half a banana because it makes everything that, taste sweet. Yeah. Oh, that's so clever. Yeah, so I add half so you don't a have banana. To put sugar in. Not no. that I've used sugar. <clears throat> I'm just, <laughs> even Lindsay's laughing. I put, I, put, I put half a banana in anything I make that in the kids. That is so clever. So, because so, the sweetest thing, it makes it sweet instantaneously. My little one loves banana. She can't say it, but she'll point. And God forbid you don't open that, you don't peel that banana. <laughs> but that's actually clever. So you do, you do a chicken base and then you add so all you the other So you could do like a, a curry type even um, a, a chicken korma, obviously not as, as strong. strong. Yeah, not Cook my it. mom's curry, like the, everybody yeah. else's. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but, yeah. Put it in, blitz it up a bit, add some rice, and then put half a banana while you're blitzing it. And it just makes it sweet. It gives it a sweet a great, edge. Do you add water at all to make it all mushy? I do add water. Okay. I do. Sure, I'm learning a lot here. Nutribullet.co.za and Baby Bullet. But a lot of these um, recipes are available on... Um, also, I, I do revert to weaning sense a lot. Uh, Those I must chicks say. are cool, hey? Oh, Ooh, Megan the, Kath, right? Yeah, Megan Kath. They they sound like twins, but they don't look the same. No. No. They do not. They don't speak the same. No. <laughs> but they've got They're wonderful. Though. They've got some they've got some recipes that are amazing. And I haven't tried one that my kids didn't like. Didn't like, yeah. Their this pancake recipe is unbelievable. Where do you see where do you see your career going? I mean, you work you work with a brand that you love and can use. Mm. I I generally work with brands that I love and can use, mm. and I don't take um, 
positions lightly in mm. my life. I have not yet worked for a brand I have not believed in. And um, and I can be perfectly honest, I've had job opportunities come my way. Mm. But if I You're very good. I would also hit you. <laughs> if I knew that the job the job entailed a brand that I was not going to be mm. on board with, then you wouldn't I I would decline the position. So it's for me the trajectory would be I I want to own marketing, but I'd like to be able to see my career move into a place that became more consulting, that became um I suppose more flexible mm. um than the office nine to five. Mm. Um, but I, I, I stay in brands and I stay mm. in marketing because I love them. And when I find a brand I can be passionate about, I could literally talk for days. I, do, you, do you miss the kids when you're at work? I uh, no, <laughs> not at all. No, no. Do you know why I've loved this podcast series? Because we could be honest. I see them every evening. I mean, I, <laughs> I, I make sure I get home. I start work early in what, the morning. What time do you get home? I get home at between four and half past four. Okay, you're lucky. Okay, so, you, so it's an early evening. Do you get leave? Uh, with a standard right. what, 21 days, 20 days or whatever a year. When you're not sick. Okay. Which I never have any <laughs> of because the children are sick every 15 seconds. Um, but, yeah, so. <laughs> you are <clears throat> cracking me up. But in the evenings, I cook with them. I listen to their homework days, what needs to be done. <laughs> Any experiments that have to be done, whatever the case is. So evenings, and we sit as a family a lot together, um, but evenings are important for me. The mornings I do miss sometimes. I miss the school drop because mm. I go to parties and no one's ever met me. They didn't know. I mean, they have no idea who the twin's mother is. They That's only okay. see the father. Yeah. So um, so it, it's difficult for me to integrate into the mommy groups. Be- because none of them, um, none of them work, or they work and they have flexibility enough to be mm. able to be a part of the mommy groups. I'm only seen from time to time, and then mm. they go, "Oh, you're a full time working mom. You're, you're that <laughs> tough kind. one, hey? Yeah, it is maybe tough. we should have a, a cast about that. Yeah, I want to, I want to unpack that. It yeah. is hard. Yeah, it's hard. You, it's isolating because um, yeah, they, I, I don't think we should exclude. People, sure, I just said it. Yeah, we shouldn't exclude people. Uh, um, I don't think anyone does it intentionally. No. But there's just a level of moms that have that do not work outside of the home. And I say do not work outside of the home because working in the home is 15 times different. harder. <laughs> yeah. I can't do a weekend on my own without wanting to go back to work. So I don't know how they do it. But <laughs> they have a different discussion point and mm. I come from a different place. Yeah. My discipline is different. My mm. time schedules are different. My sleeping schedules are different. I have less leniency. Mm. I, I can't just go over to X's house in the afternoon because they're all getting together mm. or on a Wednesday evening quickly pop out with the moms for a dinner because I've got the kids, mm. you know. So, um, and I've worked all day, mm. and I don't, they don't have the guilt of leaving their kids for two no, hours in the evening because they've been with them all yeah. day. So I find that the most isolating, difficult part of it. But um, but I wouldn't have it any other way. I will continue to be a working mother until 
I don't need to anymore. I think, Lauren, that's powerful. And I, I always use this hashtag when I go to Joburg or I need to be in Monaco, wherever. Hashtag doing it for my girls. And I am. Mm. I, I need them to know that mm. mommy has to sometimes go because I work really, really hard. Yeah. And I want you to also work really, really hard for stuff that you mm. like and that you enjoy. Mm. I think it's extremely powerful if you can be that. Yeah. I, I admire the fact that you love and adore your husband, not just as his, as a husband, but as a dad. Yeah. You know, I, I think that, that that's extremely powerful and there's so much to learn from that. Yeah. The, the saying goes that you don't get something such as a, as a perfect mother, but you, you get something such as the perfect mother for your children and... I think you're just perfect for those twins and for your little baby. And I'm sure that they wouldn't want it any other way. No, I'm, I'm sure they, they so, also don't know anybody. <laughs> 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 if you want to listen to any of our other podcasts, babybrunch.co.za. It lives on this platform. We are chatting to ordinary people who do extraordinary stuff. They're just parents, but boy, they're just amazing because they do so much. Lauren, it's been great. Thank you so much. Nutribullet.co.za and babybullets.co.za. Thanks for your time. Facebook pages. What are they? they it's Facebook, Nutribullet SA and Babybullet SA. Okay, don't miss it. Keep cooking, moms. Yeah. We love you. And give us a shout if you need any questions answered. Or I have if, loads. Yeah, but email me. You should me. put a number there. There and is a I'll number on the, on the website. There day. is an email address that comes to me. <laughs> really? Info at nutribullet.co.za. I see the emails directly. If they're involved with recipes or questions or I don't knows, I handle them directly. So send them on and we can chat. Wow. Okay. You've got direct access here. So, yeah, definitely a must. Thanks for your time. It's a pleasure.